Welcome to the Romans 911 Project Podcast, where stepping into the reconnection in the one new man and the fullness of John 17 love and unity is becoming a reality. In each episode, join Grant Barry to drill down deeper into this reconnection and alignment message and the final reforms for the ecclesia, for the church. As we will discover, the reconnection becomes a power key to open the door to God's end-time plans to help restore the family of God for the preparation of the bride, the last great harvest, and Israel's salvation, all of which will lead to the Lord's return. The reconnection message has end-time consequences for us all. Here's Grant. Beloved, we've been looking at different aspects of Scripture um, modifications, adjustments, insights related to how the reconnection is going to renew our thinking and focus. And one of the things I want to touch on today is uh, our understanding prophetically of the Passover. You know, most of us look at the uh, Passover story being completely fulfilled in Yeshua's first coming as the Lamb. But there's something additional that goes on in this story. Think for a moment, you know, with the last plague that takes place, um, the, the plague of death on the firstborn, proclaimed by Pharaoh himself, how does it read that the angel of death will come in at midnight? It will see the blood on the doorposts and it will pass over. Beloved, what we may not have seen so clearly up until this time, because we've been so focused on the coming of Yeshua as the Lamb, is the coming of Messiah of Yeshua as the lion and this we know will be the day of wrath this will be a day unlike any other where the sky is darkened the Bible speaks of it as the great judgment that is to come upon the curse of sin and beloved this is where we're heading we're heading towards great battles that are to take place and there is such a need for the kingdom for God's children to arise this is why I believe the church is being shaken just like the world religion is being shaken didn't Yeshua said beware the yeast of the Pharisees and of Herod what did he mean well my insight would tell me beware the yeast of religion Pharisees and of Herod world and we know that since Jonathan Kahn smashed that clay pot on that stage in Washington, D.C. on Shabbat Shuva, which is a special Shabbat during the 10 days of awe, which means to return, the judgment has begun. 
things are happening and it's not all about global warming. I'm not saying that there isn't truth and reality to some of that science, but God, there's so much more going on here. And the media so looks just immediately to give an explanation. Could God be actually trying to get the world's attention? Beloved, we're only going to be seeing these judgments increase. But I want you to see clearly that there are two prophetic proclamations out of the Passover story. The first is the Lamb, which we know was fulfilled through the cross and the resurrection. So many scriptures, the Lord coming in on a donkey, the Lamb being slain, perfect without uh, any blemish. Yeshua was sinless, taken outside of the city and sacrificed. And that blood being placed on the doorpost of our hearts. What does that mean? Well, when we receive the new covenant, Yeshua said, that the Father and Son would come and make a new home in us, which we know he does by his spirit. When we surrender to faith like Abraham, when we yield our hearts and surrender our lives, give over the kingship of our lives, Yeshua comes in to live and the Father dwell in us by the Holy Spirit. And we have uh, intimacy with God, communication with God as the Holy Spirit would lead us. And the Passover tells us this, this story of the judgment to come, of this great day of judgment and wrath where sin will be dealt its final blow. The angel of death enters Egypt and looks for the blood protection. The angel destroys the places where there is no blood on the doorpost, where there's no faith in our hearts, beloved, where our hearts have not been circumcised with his spirit, with his truth, where our spirits have not been reborn, removed from the curse of sin through Adam, replaced by Yeshua. For God did not send his son to condemn the world, beloved, but he sent his son to save the world. And this is a reality that we must bring into account and do a better job of presenting the truth about the gospel. And that is, we are all sinful. Sin is our problem, beloved. But Yeshua paid the price for it. When I came to that realization in my life. At the very same time, I realized that my own sin was my problem and caused the emotional chains and bondages in my own life I couldn't get free of. At that very same moment, I had the revelation that Yeshua's blood and sacrifice had paid the price. That is the gospel that we must proclaim because there is a judgment coming and the Passover story foretells this judgment. It's not just about the lamb, but about the coming of the lion. Because, beloved, whoever does not have Yeshua's blood, whoever has not come into connection and intimacy, whosever spirit has not been reborn, 
will not have covering on their hearts. And that day of wrath is being foretold where two-thirds of the world get destroyed. Beloved, we must do all we can to reach those, to help them find the truth of the gospel and the reality of sin and judgment, which the modern world wants nothing to do except sugarcoat it in a false type of love, because love must be balanced with truth. There is authority being given from God. We see it in our family as parents and children and how authority works. We see authority in how our government works between uh, keeping the law and breaking the law. And God has established a way for us to be free from sin's curse. But the world just wants to sugarcoat it. And there is a major reality for us to face. But our greatest role and call during this hour is not necessarily to seek out our own protection, but rather to save others from it. This will be a most extraordinary time upon the face of the earth. And although it may be extremely challenging, it will become the greatest hour for the body of Messiah, for the body of Christ as his living temples. We should overflow with the presence of his love and the power of God bearing the fruit of his spirit at this most crucial time in our world's history as we begin to speed up towards this final judgment. There is a great need, beloved, for us, his children, his body, his holy temple upon the earth to arise, for the kingdom to arise. For Yeshua didn't come to bring religion, and he certainly didn't support the world. He came to set us free in our hearts and our spirits. And, and when we walk in obedience to him, in love and obedience, we can have freedom in our souls, purity and clean hands and a pure heart and a wholeheartedness that he is calling us into that when the olive gets pressed, it fills up the virgin's lamp to prepare the bride for the Lord's coming. And beloved, you know what happens to those five virgins who were not prepared. Until the next time, beloved, I want to leave it in a sober moment here for those maybe that do not yet know the Lord, but also for those in the church that are not fully walking the way that they need to. Beloved, it's not too late. God has given us confession and repentance. Come join us in this new wineskin, which is full of his love and unity, moving us into the reforms, a, a praying church, 
and a loving church and an overcoming victorious church, which is where he's calling us to. So until the next time we meet, beloved, may the God of Israel richly bless you. Lots of love in you. Thank you, Grant, for that insightful discussion. To dialogue with Grant and Hallie, please send comments and questions to email at romans911.org. Again, that's email at romans911.org. If you resonate with the Romans 911 Project, please pray about partnering with us to bring this reconnection message to the threshold of the church. Sign up for our monthly email. Join our global virtual meetings with other believers to dialogue and pray together. And most important, read the Romans 911 book, Time to Sound the Alarm, and view the Romans 911 study guide 12 to 14 hour video teachings, which are free when you purchase the study guide. The Romans 911 books and teachings are transformational into God's end time plans to prepare the bride and reform the church. They help to create the breakthrough that will change the world. The reconnection message is like a golden key from the heart of the Father to restore love and unity in God's family that opens the door to the fulfillment of Yeshua's prayer in John 17. And it establishes the pathway for the body of Messiah, the body of Christ, to receive the greater glory. But this reconnection message in the one new man has been hidden during the church age in the mystery to reawaken Israel to faith and is only just now coming to light. That's why we need your help to fund this project, to bring the message forth, to help us blow the holy shofar, to awaken the greater church into this restoration. Now is the time. Would you pray to give Chai, to give life to the reconnection, to reach the church and the messianic body and help unite the family of God? To fund the Romans 911 project, we have created the Give Chai Life Campaign. Chai is a Hebrew word meaning life, but it also represents the number 18. And for just one Chai, $18 a month, you can make a difference. Please be prayerful about this. We can't do this without precious saints like yourself who are beginning to get this revelation to help us bring this message before the church. For more information on the Romans 911 Project, please visit our website at Romans911.org. It's easy to remember, Romans911.org. Please also subscribe to the Romans 911 Project wherever you listen to podcasts at the end.